Hello everyone, it's July 20th, Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I'm here at the Living Wealth office in Lawrence, Kansas, and I'm joined today by the leader of our GPS team and one of our guys, uh, Paul Bolin, somebody that I've worked with very closely ever since I came to work uh, at Living Wealth. Paul is another one of my mentors here uh, and someone who's trained me a lot and taught me a lot about policies and values and cash flow statements and speaking with clients and teaching people things. And so, Paul, thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. So first thing I wanted to talk about is just why are you doing infinite banking? How did you get it? Well, actually, first, what I wanted to say is you, you were in the military before banking, right? Correct. Yeah. And I was teaching in high school when I learned about banking when I was 58 years old. So, so you started you started learning about banking when you were 58. Yeah, this kind of banking, the right kind of banking. Yeah, in, the right kind, infinite banking, yeah. personal, private family financing banking, what we can do ourselves. What did you do in the military? I was in aviation, so I, I had helicopter units that I was part of and uh -huh. you know, spent 23 years there. And when I retired, I started teaching high school in Kansas City. And then in Lawrence, what, what a car to, of Kansas City, Kansas City and then, Missouri, Missouri, and then yeah. came to Lawrence and, and then kept was teaching, teaching here. math in uh, Lawrence High School here in Lawrence. And then uh, and that's that's where I was in a, a men's and women's uh, church group. Yep. And one of my very close friends uh, is the one that introduced me to IBC. But I, and I, to Ray, right? And to Ray. And it kind of happened in a reverse way. He, he had just done a career shift and he started talking all about this IBC stuff. Your as, friend had just done a career friend, shift. Yeah. yeah. And as I heard it, it just sounded too good to be true. The and infant I, banking the sounded infant too good. Yeah, yeah. And to me, I thought, okay, when it's too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. <laughs> and this guy's going down the wrong road. He just made a career shift into something I didn't think he should get into. Right. Because I didn't understand it. Right. So I bought the book, uh, uh, Nelson Nash's Becoming Your Own Banker. Right. For the express purpose of finding the trick and convincing my friend that he was doing the wrong thing. So you brought, you bought the book, you bought Nelson Nash's book. From my friend. From your friend to prove that the infinite banking concept was, uh, didn't work. Yeah, it whatever, wasn't, he, wasn't was, right. what, whatever he was believing to try to could prove, be good. Right? right, to try to prove that your yeah. friend was going down the wrong road. Because yeah. you, you loved your friend, you cared about yeah. him, and you taught math for a long time. Yeah, and I you, thought I was, I knew this finance stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you were really, and you were already really good about it. You knew a lot about it. Yeah. So what changed your mind? Reading the book and finding out <laughs> the truth. <laughs> and then understanding it wasn't a scam, it wasn't, too good to be true. It worked like it was supposed to if you operated it correctly. Mm, see, you still okay. had to be your own banker. You couldn't. It's not a get rich quick scheme because that's what some people think. Oh, you get all this money for nothing. It's not that. Right. It's a banking process that if you follow it, it will work and you can change your life dramatically. Yeah. There's a there was a word that you use in there that is one of the most. OK, so one of the. One of the, Ray has taught me so much since I came here and you have taught me so well, much. Ray has taught me. So. Yes. And you have taught me so much since I came here. One of the most important things that Ray has taught me is that the words that we use and the way that we use them are very powerful. 
And I want to draw attention to a word that you just used, which okay. is the word operate. Okay. Now, you know why I, why am I drawing attention to that word? Do you you because, probably know? Because it's a different way of conducting your finances. You're in charge and you're doing it correctly. Can people conform banking to them or do they have to conform themselves to banking? Probably depends on what they were doing previously. Right. Uh, but in general, the what I see is in my own life and other people's life is banking is a new thing that we have to learn and we have to conform ourselves to it. We need to learn it. Yeah. Would you agree? IBC banking. IBC banking. Because yes. people think they're banking when they go to a commercial bank and they put their money in. Yeah. When Nate, when Nate, Nate talks about that a lot. He says, you've been doing banking. You just, you've been doing banking. You're just not very good at it. Yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's a difference between a question that I get a lot from clients is what kind of policy do I need? What kind of policy design do I have? What kind of policy do I need? Uh, and the policy will kind of solve all my problems. Or if I just get the right policy, then everything's going to be okay. And what I've seen, and tell me if you agree with this, is there's a lot of different policy designs out there, but an operator of a, of a real operator of the infinite banking concept, someone who really knows what they're doing, can take a suboptimal policy and make it outperform someone else's policy because they know how to operate it better. Is that true? Yes, yes. So I could relate it to the military. I could have the greatest rifle in the world but someone who's a really good sniper could take a rifle that was a lot worse than mine, but they're going to hit, they're going to be a lot more precise with it than me because they know what they're doing. Is that a fair yeah, comparison? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I was watching a few months ago, the PGA tour guys, the guys that play golf and they had a competition where they took those really, really old golf clubs that with hickory shafts and stuff. And, and those guys will go out and they'll still shoot really low scores. I mean, way better than I ever could with the best equipment ever. So that's really what, what, what you were talking about when you said operate. Now, that was kind of a rabbit trail, but I want to get. But you need to know the rules to operate correctly. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you have to obey the rules. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Because you can you cannot operate. You can just drive this and you may drive it completely wrong. Because you don't know what the rules are, you don't know it's uh, what's going to make it perform better and what's going to make it perform worse. Mm -hmm. And the whole purpose of the team here at Living Wealth, what we're after, is being a team of people that are effectively training and mentoring people to be optimal operators of their banking system. I agree, totally. Yes. So back to your story. So you read the book <laughs> and you thought, oh my goodness. I got mad. Well, you got mad. Got, Why did you get I mad? I got mad because I didn't know this when I was a lot younger. As I mm. said, I was 58 years old. And you I were said, like, where, where, where was, was this guy I, when I was 28? <laughs> Why didn't my dad know about this? Because I believed my dad and he didn't know any different. It, it was always by term and best the difference. And I had done that. Mm. And I was putting in the max into my traditional IRA for me and my wife every year until I read the book. Mm. The good thing about that is I didn't, I had capital that I could just immediately redirect 
and start the banking process correctly. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. So, yeah. So if people are trying to find a way to build capital and they've been building capital, they've been doing some good things all along already. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have absolutely no cash and you spend every dime that you make, you can't obey the rules because you're, you're not obeying the rules, even the other one. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Understood. Understood. So you thought it didn't work. Then you read the book. Then you got mad because you could see that it did work, but you didn't know it. Sooner. Yeah, I, they hadn't told me about it. They this. hadn't told you. No one had told you. So then what did you do? I started a policy on myself and I tried on my wife at the same time. And uh, she was denied uh, due to medical reasons. Mm -hmm. And then I added, started on my kids and grandkids. So, and I but, had to do it over time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how did you do that? Like you read the book and then you said, I want to do this. Did you just go meet with Ray? Or? No, I, I had my friend. Who, who is now an Asian doing it, he helped me because I wasn't an Asian at the time. He mm -hmm. designed the policy. I had my wife and, and your I, And your friend was working with Ray. Yeah, my friend worked for Ray. You're, yeah. And so we came and met with Ray just to make sure I spit back what I understood from reading the book to make sure I was grasping it correctly. And, and so, so uh, you came started to, down the road. Yeah, so you came, you came to Ray and say, all right, here's what the book says. Am I understanding this properly? Correct. And what did Ray say? He went through it, uh, you know, and laid it out very clearly. And he said, yes, that's that's correct. And, and then I continued to educate myself because you can't you can't read the book once and consume it. all. Mm. You have to continue to educate yourself. It's no different than reading the Bible. You read the same scripture different times and you're in a different place. And you may receive different spiritual guidance than you did the first time because you're in a different point of your life. Mm. And it's the same uh, with infinite banking. Paul, that's powerful. It's kind of like it doesn't matter how many times you read the book. It's a, it's a slightly different person reading the book each time. Yes. And you have a new experience. And, and because it's infinite. There's a new thought that you may have been exposed to from the first time you read the book mm. and you're looking at it through a different lens. Yeah. Uh, and you, so what you're doing is you're becoming a more skilled operator the longer you do this. Right. So it's kind of like Tiger Woods, you know, he's or Jack Nicholas, you know, they, they all won more than anyone, but they still go back and practice every day. Correct. And they probably learn new things. Maybe, maybe just tweak things. Uh huh. But uh, you know that reminds me of a story. Phil Mickelson is another big time golfer. If you can't, if you haven't noticed, I like golf. <laughs> I, I assume. <laughs> but they have these pro amateur tournaments. A few of them every year, and where these amateurs get to come in and play with the pros. And Phil, who's one of the greatest golfers ever, he's in the Golf Hall of Fame. Said one time he was playing with an amateur. And he was having trouble with his Phil, the pro, he was having trouble with his own putting. He couldn't make anything. Okay. And the amateur noticed something and had the guts to say it. And he tried it and it worked. Hmm. And I wanted to re relate that back to living well. How much have we learned and how much have you learned from our clients? A lot. Because you get to see different experiences than your own. So you have other situations that you can see how this applies to. And then maybe you realize, hey, I could do this in my system too. But you hadn't thought of it. 
And then you try it and you're like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to know that. That's, it's, it's difficult to describe the, the experience of the infinite experience of that, because in the book, Nelson says, and he always used to say this in his seminars too, this concept is only limited by our imagination. And as far as I know, the human imagination doesn't really have many limits on it. Right. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And that in some ways is a stumbling block to some people because they want the solution or the way mm. there's not one solution or one exact perfect answer. Mm. There are things that, that happen uh, that you can't control, but you can reduce the factors that are out of your control by practice in IBC. So in your financial knowledge, I, that's another word that I love is mm -hmm. control. In your experience um, in the financial world, now you've dealt with people who own businesses, people who are running cattle operations, construction operations, chiropractors, dentists, music teachers, math teachers, mm -hmm. lawyers. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Anybody can do it, right? Right, right. That's you, willing to learn. That's willing to learn. Yeah. So in terms of control, have you ever run across another financial concept that gives the person more control over what's going on? No, no. Most financial concepts, you're giving someone else control. You're putting it in the bank and they decide who they lend the money to. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, you get you can get yours back, but you don't control what the bank's going to spend it on or whether it's even a, a good use. You can put it in the market. You don't have any control over whether it's going to go up or down. You can control when to sell it, but you don't know if it's the right time. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you can only use the money one place where IBC, you can use it two places. Mm -hmm. You can have it earning while you're using it. Right. So, so it's July of 2021. Correct. When did you buy your first policy? When did you when did you make your first deposit to yourself? Okay, 2006. 2006. What you remember what month? Uh I don't remember what month, but it was 2006. Yeah. That's 15 years. Yeah. And how's your banking going these days? Extremely well. Yeah. Great. You know, I have no no regrets whatsoever. The, uh, probably the only regret I have is I could, didn't start it as soon as I could have because yeah. I didn't know about it. Yeah. So I'm 30 years old and yeah, I've you got 28 year jump start on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of happy about that for myself. I'm yeah. not, I'm not for, you know, I'm not trying to <laughs> lord over you no, or anything, no. but, but it's amazing to me. I'm so grateful. And God's timing is God's timing. But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, this podcast is being sent out to a lot of young people. And the point I'm trying to make, well, contractually and legally, this concept is guaranteed to get better every year, correct? Correct. Regardless of what the market does. Yeah, it can't go backwards. It only can go forward. And they're, they're guaranteed and then they're non-guaranteed. The guarantees will still uh, go up. They don't go backwards. Right. Uh, and the non-guaranteed elements fluctuate very 
very minimally for the most part. Right, but it can't go backwards once, and it, it's all based on dividends. Once a dividend has been issued, they can't take the dividend back, and then your guarantees have gone up the next year because the dividend is no longer by the, by the level of that dividend. That's correct. So the point I'm trying, what I'm trying to draw attention to there is, Paul started when he was 58. And he's been doing it for 15 years. I just aged him for you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> but my point I'm trying to make to these young people that I'm trying to reach out to is 15 years ago for someone who's 25 or 30, that's that seems like a long time ago. But that probably doesn't seem like a long time ago to you. No, until you asked me the question, it was like, I, I feel like I just started this. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when you do that, it's like, oh, has it really been that long? Yeah. And people get hung up in the beginning because they think, oh, it's going to take me X number of years before what I put in, I have more to take out. But that time goes so fast, uh, mm -hmm. you, you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet some of the same people, especially young people, two things that I can see. They'll wait till they think they have enough to start a policy mm -hmm. and then they may never get started. Mm. So the problem with that is they're losing the best years, which are the last years. You can't change the time you're going to die. Mm -hmm. But so if you wait three years, you didn't lose the first three years. You lost the last three years of that policy growing. Yeah. Which are your best ones. Yeah. The other thing that uh, that I hear with young people is I, I don't have any money. Mm. Well, you, you've got to be able to live beyond your what you bring in, no, no matter what you do. I mean, if you're someone that's that believes in IRAs, you're carving out money someplace to contribute to an IRA. Right. So if you've already done that, this is no different. You just carve out that same amount of money and instead of putting it in an IRA you put it in a policy system right exactly one of many one of many strategies for just getting going so Paul's been doing it 15 years and it's going really well I've seen some of your numbers and mm -hmm. we've talked and they're really good I just can't imagine you know it's so as a young person I can't imagine looking back and thinking I've been doing this for 30 years or 35 mm. years or 40 years, but that really is my goal, you know, and I don't, I'm just really excited about it because, and I'm looking beyond that too, you know, something that I, I want to, I want to look at not only am I doing this in my life, but I want to, I want to develop it as a habit that I spread to my family and that my children can learn the, the stewardship of this when they're young so it becomes so that the habit of paying themselves instead of the bank becomes a habit when they're very young so they don't have a bunch of bad habits that they have to break like i had and you had right. and that honestly we should probably still those those weeds poke their heads back up and we got to pull them again um and so it's it's also really neat to look at that and it's say this is going to my prayer and my hope and my faith in God. And I know is that this is going to continue after I'm gone. Correct. Is that a yeah. thought that you, you yeah. had? Because what I look at is I'm starting a legacy, even though I was 58, mm. 
the legacy will pass on to my kids and my grandkids. They're starting at a much younger age mm. because I'm training them. Mm -hmm. So, and are you starting to see the fruit of that in your kids and grandkids? Yes. Yes. That's great. And, and the freedom, you know, one of the things we talked about is not only control, but there's the market could go up and down and you don't have any stress over it. Yeah. Cause your policy does the, the policy same thing is, is still there and you have access to money and you can't be denied your own money. Right. Now, if you stop paying the premium, yeah, then, then you didn't operate correctly. Right. You stole the piece or you, you did what you weren't supposed to do. But if, yeah. you, if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to come out ahead every time. Yeah. Yeah. And it has a guaranteed return. Guaranteed. Yeah. Does the same thing when the market's up as when it's down. It, it really does provide freedom. It really does. So... That's 20 minutes. I think that's enough for today. Later, I'm going to bring Paul back and we're going to talk more about GPSs and how Paul was really instrumental in developing the technology of the, the GPSs that we use. And Ray says this too, Paul really is the master of the GPS system that we use. And Paul was the one that taught it to me. Um, and it's a, it's a cash flow spreadsheet that we use that really shows the flow of cash. I was thinking about talking about that today, but I'm trying to keep my podcasts to around 20 minutes. And right, so, right. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, but I wanted to thank you, Paul, um, for, You're welcome. for, you know, coming in, telling your story, sharing. Um, I've, I've really developed a, a close friendship with Paul too. I really look forward to seeing him every week. It's, it's neat. It's, it's something I look forward to. So let, let's pray. And then we're going to, then we'll go. Would you pray for us as we sure. close? Dear Lord, please open uh, the people's ears and hearts uh, that are listening to this so that they can see how this can be a benefit to them and their family and their, and their legacy. And if there's any roadblocks in the way, please remove them uh, so that they, they're willing to investigate and research and become an operator of IBC. And we ask your, uh, Holy Spirit to come upon them and, and bless them. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just remember, if you're feeling the rat race, you can get out. You can escape the rat race. That's what we're doing. That's what we want you to do. And remember, if you follow the herd, you will be slaughtered. Stay out of the herd. There's nothing good going on there. Talk to you guys next time.